It's Tech Tuesday, so our tech expert, Carmi Levy, joins us. A lot of AI on the menu today. Good morning, Carmi. Hello, John. I promise you, I'm not AI. I am real and human. Only for now. Uh, for now. GPT AI listing jobs that it can already do better than humans. Yeah, there's uh, an outplacement firm, Challenger, Gray, and Christmas. It actually exists, I checked. Uh, they did a, they, they, they went to ChatGPT, asked it some questions. Uh, what jobs can ChatGPT replace and what fields? And, the, and what came back was the jobs were most likely repetitive, predictable, uh, ones that had language requirements, so customer service reps, translators and interpreters, tech writers, ooh, which kind of scares me, copywriters and data entry clerks. Um, and the number, uh, they, of course, that's always the headliner, 4.8 million jobs in the US are potentially replaceable in those sectors. And then they said, wait, there are other fields as well that a, this, these bots will eventually come for. Data science, machine learning, math and statistics, computer science, robotics and automation, and business. And so over time, they're saying that's what's going to happen is that, you know, repetitive sort of predictable kinds of roles are vulnerable to this. But uh, they, they remind us that e these tools are not designed to replace jobs. They're designed to allow the people who have jobs to uh, sort of you know, leave the administrative stuff to the bots, which allows them to do higher order, more value added work. And even OpenAI, the, the maker of ChatGPT says, we're not out to get rid of jobs, we're, we're out to enhance them. Which, I mean, if you look to past sort of technology revolutions, kind of a bit of a lie. Every technology revolution will replace some jobs. And I think it's time that we started planning for it. Well, it's interesting. I saw a piece the other day where if you fed a contract into chat GPT, it could come up with a cover letter for the client that was more or less the same cover letter that a lawyer would have written. Exactly. And, and I think that's the thing is that, you know, if you're a lawyer, you're looking at this and you're going, my God, like entire chunks of my job can now be done by a bot, something I went to school with, trained for years, I'm experienced in, known for, well, now a bot can do it, you know, and nobody needs the expertise. So if you're a lawyer, you need to be looking at this technology and going, okay, so where is my value add? If just anyone can plug it in and then do cut and paste, what am I adding on top of that? How am I refining it after the cut and paste to make sure that I still have a job? So jobs aren't going to disappear. They're going to evolve. And it's the smart people who are going to be riding that wave to evolve their jobs. If you stick your head in the sand and ignore these changes that are coming, whatever fields you're in, you're probably most at risk of being replaced or at least obsoleted by this new technology. Okay, and you, you have some advice today. Don't tell anything to a chatbot you want to keep private. Now, when we say chatbot, is that like my Google Nest? Uh, well, I mean, to a certain extent, I mean, I, I wouldn't say anything to my search engine. And Google Nest, of course, integrates with Google services, which are all based on Google search, ser search the Google search platform. Um, I wouldn't say anything to, to, to Google either. So this applies across the board. But AI sort of presents a terrifying new potential because everything that we tell it teaches it and gets carried forward. So if you're sitting in a business meeting, there's a report from CNN out, kind of explains how it works. You're sitting in a business meeting, you're using ChatGPT to kind of take notes and get some answers and, you know, sort of innocuous things that any business person rolling up their sleeves would sort of play with it. The problem here is, is you could be inadvertently sharing corporate secrets, which of course then get shared with the chatbot. And then we don't really know what it's going to do with them. It throws them into the database and then it's accessible to anyone 
someone else who's using it. Uh, it trains over time. The more we feed it, the more it learns. If we're feeding it secrets about our company, about ourselves, our social insurance numbers, uh, things that we wouldn't really think are that big of a deal, but really are, uh, next thing you know, that could be coming back to bite us. And what's scary here is the researchers, they, they know sort of how it works, but they can't explain exactly why something that you type here pops up on someone else's chat GPT result in future. They don't really understand how the black box works. And that's kind of frightening if we're putting all this stuff in, not really understanding what happens to it afterward. All right. So speaking of uh, sensitive information or images, apparently Tesla workers were sharing images recorded by customer cars. What kind of images? Uh, pretty much everything, uh, you know, in your, so for, so most Tesla cars now recently have something called sentry mode. They've got cameras pointing in all directions around it. Uh, even when the car is off, it's on and it's recording what's going on around it. Really great if you want to catch that person who bumped into your car. Not so great if it's stored in your garage uh, and it's, and the, the footage is being used to teach Tesla vehicles how to drive better, teach the automated driving features how to improve. And that's ostensibly why they're using all of this footage. But now they're finding from 2019 to 2022, Tesla employees were taking all of that information, all of that data, and in some cases were uh, sharing it on an internal messaging system. So things like nude people walking through their, their garages, uh, couples doing things that you probably don't want shared with somebody at the company that built your car. Uh, and, and there's no evidence that it was being shared externally, but this went on for three years and nothing was done about it. And, and, and it runs against Tesla's terms of use. They say they'll use it for internal purposes to improve the quality of the services. They don't say that they're going to be take employees will be taking those videos, sharing them with each other and then mocking customers by the thousands. That's kind of makes me want to put a big tarp over every Tesla in my neighborhood, because now I don't know if that Tesla is looking at my house and it's been parked outside for the last week. Okay, I'm still wondering who walks nude through their garage. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping not my neighbor. He's got a Tesla and that kind of frightens me. Okay, thanks a lot. Good to have you. <laughs> thanks, John. That's uh, News Talk 1010 tech expert, Carmi Levy on a Tech Tuesday. I was listening to a report about an AI technology where you can introduce a bunch of photographs of yourself and then this technology will engineer these really spectacular images of you. And so she and her colleagues tried it. And her, a lot of her colleagues were getting images like, this is you as an astronaut. This is you as a superhero. And the pictures she got back were mostly nudes. And as she pointed out, she's Asian. And the way this technology works is it goes out and it aggregates representations of people who look like you and the dominant representation of Asian people in a lot of the images seems to be porn. So she was pointing out you're, you're a victim of a stereotype even when you're using AI to try and make an image of yourself.